When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Fader Interview. I'm Alex Robert Ross, Editorial Director of The Fader. Usain Bolt is a genuine phenomenon. An eight-time Olympic gold medalist and 11-time world champion, he is, was, and will remain for some time the fastest man in the world. He ran the 100 meters in a previously unthinkable 9.58 seconds. He ran the 200 in a similarly absurd 19.19, It's hard to imagine anyone coming close to those marks anytime soon, and it's equally hard to imagine a track athlete with his charisma, his effortless showmanship, or his magnetism. Lightning Bolt has inevitably been busy since retiring from athletics four years ago. He's had trials at top-tier professional soccer teams and become a successful businessman, but he's also pursued a career in music, one of his first loves, producing records for Vibes Cartel, Dexter Dabs, and many more. Now he's releasing an album of his own. Country Utes, a collaboration with Bolt's manager, Nugent N.J. Walker, celebrates the dancehall and reggae that Bolt grew up listening to in Jamaica. Earlier this week, the fader Sajay Elder caught up with Bolt to talk about his earliest inspirations, wanting to be the DJ Khaled of dancehall, and his pick for the greatest rhythm of all time. Are you in Jamaica right now? Yes, I am. Oh, you're so lucky. I haven't been back since like 2019, so I'm like dying right now. You're yeah. Jamaica. My family is, yeah. Yeah, when I told my sister I was doing this, she was very excited, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got to hear some of the album that you worked on with NJ, and I'm, I'm excited for it to come out and for everyone to hear it. You know, obviously people know you from one thing, one thing that you're very extremely good at, obviously, so... Just talk to me a little bit about your love of music. I'm assuming that your athletic career would have started pretty early in life, but was music kind of this thing that was like kind of nagging, you know, in the back of your mind as like, I have to do this? Uh, for me, if, if you follow my career, you know that um, music is something that has always, I've always played music. I've always I'm dancing. I'm just always out. I like to go out and have a good time. So for me, music was something I've always done. You know what I mean? I used to DJ for a while after every track meet when I'm in Europe and stuff like that. So it's something that I've always been into, but I never had the time because I was always training and just running. So for me, when the pandemic hit, I had a lot of time on my hand because I didn't go anywhere. I was just always home. So I was like, you know what? Right. Something I've always wanted to do. So let's just get into producing. And that's how it really got started, really. What kind of were like your early inspirations music-wise? For me, definitely, you know, Bob Marley's stood out because I remember at a young age, anywhere I went, people always knew Bob Marley. No matter no matter where in the world I went, as long as you were playing Bob Marley music. And that's something that always put a smile on my face. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, it's good to have good music that people know everywhere you go, Buddy Whaler, all these guys, Bujapantan. So for me, those were the guys at an early age that inspired me because I could go anywhere and hear their music. And then I started growing up on like Baby Sham, Bunty Killer, Beanie Man, and all these guys. And that was when I really started getting into music more and more. And 
want to play music, do a lot more dancing. Ding Ding Dong came out. He did a lot of more dancing tune. And I got into it even more because I love dancing. So for me, the combination mm -hmm. of dancing and, and music kind of worked for me. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned in the first part, like you would be playing DJ at your meets and stuff. So I'm sure there were certain things that would get you hype and, and ready for races. So what were you listening to? What does the fastest man alive listen to? Back then, my playlist was a mixture of anything that was hot. For me, I always have Vibes Cartel on there. I always have my Bob Marley for like that time where you just want to chill and just reminisce and hold up vibes, you know what I mean? So it was just a mixture, you know what I mean? I had a few hip-hop songs in there, but it was mainly like hardcore dancehall and reggae music. You said before that you wanted to be the DJ Khaled of dancehall. And and earlier this year, you know, you know, you had the clockwork rhythm and you had some big names on it. You had Cartel, you had Charlie Black, you had Christopher Martin. How hands-on are you um, kind of with that whole process when it's all coming together? For me, I, I try my best to, to really be there with everything, you know what I mean, be the, get there on the studio time. But some of the time, the artists, they're different. They, they work off a different clock. But I try to be there as much as I possibly can just to show the support and just to hear the music so we can make adjustments or if they need anything for me to be done, uh, I can I can change or really just support them, you know what I mean? But those guys really came true. I didn't have much problems. They just came, did what I have to do. If I asked them to change things, they would. So for me, that's the artist that I like to work with. People understand that music, sometimes you need different hearing for people to say, you know what, I don't like this. I feel like you should change this, you know what I mean? And that's the energy mm -hmm. I, I got from the clockwork. And from this album, well, it was my best friend, so we're on the same page. So we got, we got good music. Talking about this album specifically, Walk me a little bit through the process of kind of like how it came together, the idea. You mentioned like, you know, obviously with the pandemic, you had some extra time. So what was kind of the gel that was like, now we have to do this? So we actually did a few rhythms before while I was running mm -hmm. to launch. I didn't want to launch my, my champagne, which is Olympia Rosé. So there's something that we've talked about, about, about doing an album. And when we started the music and we were really enjoying it, and we're like, you know what, we should do an album. You know what I mean? Let people know that we're really serious about music. And for me, that's how it really got started. And then we just sat down. Um, my cousin makes all my rhythms. So we'd sit down with him, explain to him what we're going for, and then he would build a rhythm for us. And then me and NJ would sit in and we, we would write different notes and compare notes and figure out where we want to go to, with the music. But we knew exactly what we wanted. What were you guys inspired by, like at the at the time when you guys were making the project? It's just everything. If you if you listen to album, if you hear the album, it's every song is different. You know what I mean? We try to to mix it up because we know what people want. We try to reach to every genre of music, every ethnicity, um, and all these people around the world. And it's just an energy. We're trying to get different because I know I got fans everywhere in the world. So we're trying to reach everybody, give them a different vibe. You know what I mean? There's a few features on the album as well, so how did those come together? There's one with Bibi, and he did one with his son, which is was pretty cool. So for me, most of these guys are our friends. We're close to, to everybody, you know what I mean? And we could just ask them to be a part of something and to feel the energy and just to give us a vibe, you know what I mean? Something different. As I said, we try to mix it up and do something different for everybody and give everybody a different vibes. This album is just to show people that we're really serious about music and we have different styles and we have different flavors and we can do everything, you know what I mean? So for me, this is the album that I'm trying to put out there so people can really say, you know what? All right, you're saying both 
he's not a track athlete anymore. He's he's a producer. So that's what I'm going for. Do you guys already have plans for like any projects in the future or just kind of focusing on this one for right now? Well, right now, definitely. There's going to be a lot more projects. But right now, we're just focusing on trying to get this album out, trying to get it promoted, just, just pushing it and letting people hear the music, you know what I mean? So that's our focus right now. I guess I also wanted to know, when I asked earlier, kind of like how hands-on you were with like how the project comes together, like are you producing the rhythms yourself? Are you kind of like working alongside other producers or how does that work for you? As I said, my cousin is the one that makes the rhythms, but we work with him, you know what I mean? We'll explain to him like, we want the Afro type type of beat, we're like, yo, do this. And he'll come back and we'll say, all right, you know what? Take this drum out and give us a bigger bass or, you know what I mean? So I do work alongside him, but I give him the option of making the beats and then we make adjustments. Into the J. Vibes right, people turn up. Feel nice, sound down to sun up. When the liquor reach and the music start playing. It's a, it's a party. This is how we do it seven days of the week. Girls, I'm getting naughty. When them fly down, them won't be a fun. Pop a bottle of Bacardi. Drink all night, everybody. This is how we party. This is how we party. You did talk about kind of like the different inspirations and the different sounds on there. But like, talk to me, I guess, about some of the, the different genres that you played with, that you wanted to play with. Or maybe even some that you messed around with, maybe that didn't make it or just, yeah. For me, uh, we, we try to stick to dance all mainly, you know what I mean? It's a party is my favorite song on there, you know what I mean? Because the vibe is a high energy. We try to keep it with like inspirational messages, you know what I mean? Because we want people to understand the struggles and what we've gone through. Uh, one of the songs on there was about we lost one of our friends a couple of years ago, so that was in there also. So we kind of just mix it up with everything that we're feeling on that day, you know what I mean? Sometimes you come in, you have high energy, you're having a vibe, you're like, yo, let's do something high energy today. You know what I mean? So we kind of just went with what was good on the day and the vibe that we were feeling, you know what I mean? Because we knew we wanted mm -hmm. different sounds on the album. So when we got to the studio, it was all, all right, what what vibe are we feeling today? What are we going for, you know what I mean? So that's how the song, the different songs were made every different day. You could say this about a lot of genres, but like I feel like dancehall specifically is so based on like authenticity and particular kind of drive and realness. So did you ever have a point where you kind of worried that people you know, already have you in a box as, oh, he's an athlete, so he can't do music, or we are kind of worried about those kind of perceptions. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm, I wouldn't say worried, but I know it's going to happen. You know what I mean? From the start, people are saying, why are we doing music? And we're like, this is what I love, you know what I mean? The problem with nowadays is that people, they have you in a box and they decide that this is what you should do. I'm not going to let anybody put me in a box, you know what I mean? I was at least once that chapter of my life is over. Uh, no, I want to be a producer, so I'm going to produce. Uh, it doesn't matter what anybody wants to say. If I make good music and I put good vibes out there, I know people are going to love it, you know what I mean? So that's what we're doing, and we're not just doing it by ourselves. We have like people we we'll talk to, and as I, again, we work with experienced artists as have done this before, so we can ask them, you know what I mean, just have a conversation with people, you know what I mean? We're not just going to act like we know everything. We're taking our time and just working our way up. I always ask like producers and songwriters, but is there ever a song that like you wish you made? Like you heard it, you're like, damn, I wish I did that instead. <laughs> no, for me, I, I think I've just started. So I think I have a long way to go, I have a lot more to learn. So for me, it's just one of those things that is gonna take time, you know what I mean? 
Um, I'm sure in the mm-hmm. future I'll have one of those songs like, ah, I should have done something like that. That would have been cool, you know what I mean? But for me, we're, we're not just going to sit in the box. We're going to try different things. Uh, it might not work. It might work. So we just see what happens. But I'm I'm enjoying the process right now, and that's always a key thing. Other than DJ Khaled, like kind of what other producers kind of inspire you like as, as you're on this learning journey? For me, one of the biggest things, why DJ Khaled is really a standout, but I really enjoy Swiss Beats. I mean, Jamaica, Russian, uh, is one of those guys that uh, really inspire me. But DJ Khaled, for me, is the eye energy. You know what I mean? There's different vibes. He's a DJ also, and I'm that type of person. I actually like doing a little bit of DJing. And I'm the type of person, if I go to a club and I have a good time, I'll go on the mic and try to build the vibes of the club. So... For me, that's why I'm so inspired by DJ Khaled, and I want to be a, a version of him just in dance hall, or just, you never know, it might be bigger. <laughs> One thing that my friends and I are always debating is what the greatest dance hall rhythm is of all time. <laughs> so what does Usain Bolt think the greatest, even if even if it's like one anger, of your favorites? Anger management. Easy. For me, it's anger management. Yes. Like for me, if we're like, we're hanging out sometimes and we freestyle songs, I think anger management goes with almost every song. You can almost sing a lot of different songs on anger management rhythm. So that's one of my that's my favorite rhythm of all times. You know, like I mentioned, um, with your previous work and you've worked with a lot of you know dance artists already. So are the other artists that you kind of want to work with in the future that are especially ones that are kind of popping right now? <laughs> Shinsi is everywhere. For me, I just trust the process. You know what I mean? Nothing comes out this time. Uh, we're just trying to make good music. I know a lot of artists right now, they don't trust me fully, so I'm just giving it time, you know what I mean? Most of the guys that I work with is that it's guys who I have a relationship with it already or know over the years or who have really trust me. But um, I want to work with the two kings of dance are pretty much, and that's Beanie and Bunty, you know what I mean? That's two persons that mm-hmm. I look forward to producing in the future, you know what I mean? Because I really feel like they did a lot for dancehall, and that's somebody that I'm looking forward to working with. You've talked a lot about like and the energy that you're you're you know trying to create with this album in particular. What do you want fans to feel when they listen to it? To see the diversity, you know what I mean? As I said, it's just all different from a different songs, you know what I mean? About everything, partying, about life, about death. It's just everything. It's dancing. It's so we're just trying to show the range and what I'm capable of, you know what I mean? So I just want people to really just listen and understand that I'm really serious about producing music. So for me, this is what album means to me. It's like me putting myself out there just that people critique me and, and let me know, give me a feedback, give me a vibe about how they feel about the album and the energy and what they think, you know what I mean? Because I'm okay with critiques. If they said he needs more of this, he needs more of that, I don't can better myself. So I'm just excited to put the album out there. I think we did a great job making sure it was quality music and we put the energy in it so we see what happens i'm looking forward to september the third obviously on this project and your previous rhythms you're taking a more behind the scenes approach to it is there ever going to be a point where we're going to hear you on the mic like again it's just going to be like a dj kyle vibe i'm dropping say a few lines say a few things but you have to know your limit i'm not a dj i'm not a, a singer or a dj <laughs> type of guy you know what i mean but i can bring a vibe and that's what I'm going to do, you know what I mean? That's why I'm going to step back and let artists do what they do because I know I can produce good music 
I know what I like, and I know I think I know what other people like. So that's why we're making music. Of all the songs on the album, I think you mentioned that you had a favorite, but let's say mm-hmm. if you had a top three. People love fire, and it's a party. You see me? And there's mm-hmm. a girl song that me and NJ always we laugh about, and it's called Timing. That I I I said I think people are gonna like it, but we see what happens. <laughs> so for me, those are my three that. I really like. Timing, my girl can whine like you, darling. I'm always wanna be like you. Them falling in love with the things you are do. You are lick on a girl can't step in your show. Timing, my girl can whine like you, darling. I'm always wanna be like you. Them falling in love with the things you are do. You are lick on a girl can't step in your show. Champion like you see and my girl can't see your style and say you lame. My girl, you at a yard and you at a broad. Actually, the title of the project, obviously, I know it It makes reference to your upbringing, you, both you and NJ. So just kind of talk to me a little bit more about that. And then also, you mentioned like growing up with, with <laughs> the music that you listened to as a kid. So kind of a little bit more about that, too. All right. So when, I, when we were growing up, we're from the country. Um, but when we came to Kingston, we kind of moved into a neighborhood that was like upscale, uptown type of vibes. And... I wouldn't say they didn't like us, but we didn't get the energy and vibe that we expected, you know what I mean? Because we're we're nice people, we're very chilled. So that's how we really came up with the country vibes. We were like, yo, we're country youths and we live and sleep and we'll always be country youths. So that's how we decided to name the album like, yo, country youths, because we just want to make people know that's where we're from. And we made a song mm-hmm. that's called Living the Dream uh, that for me, that was spoken what we've been through and making people know that, yo, you can make it no matter what you do, you know what I mean? Just work hard no matter where you're from, just work hard. And that's how the country came about again. And that's why we decided to name it in the album Country Youths. Mama blessing flowing us. All I want to do is make her proud. Make her boast but her son to crowd. Put in the work and we never ever stop If you till the silent you must reap the crop Stand and set it will never drop You keep rising to the top Just a kid from the country Living the dream Just a kid from the country Pushing the wheel I know you said that kind of how you want people to feel, but like, what else is the takeaway that you want people to take from this album? There's not much I can say because, as I said, we made this album to just to prove to people that we're serious about music. We put a lot of work into it, the effort um, to make sure it was good quality so people can judge us, you know what I mean? And, and we're just showing people that, yo, we're here to stay and we're going to continue making good music. And all I got to say is just support the album, you know what I mean? Show it some love, respect. Hmm. Well, yeah, that was that was all the questions I had. So appreciate I really appreciate you taking the time to to talk to us. Yeah, and like I said, I'm excited for everyone to to hear the album. And as we start going outside more and more, it'll yeah. it'll yeah. start to hit a little different for us. Definitely, too. for sure. That was Usain Bolt in conversation with the Faders Sajay Elder. Bolt's new album, Country Utes, is out this Friday, September third, via A Team Lifestyle Records. Our engineer is Tony Giambroni, and our associate producer is Salvatore Mackey. We'd like to thank Lauten Audio for providing our microphones. You can find them online at lautenaudio.com. And we'd like to thank James Ivey for providing our intro music. 
Remember to follow the Fader interview wherever you listen to podcasts and keep an eye on thefader.com for essential music news, interviews, and essays. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Fader interview. Goodbye until then.